Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am your host, Shelby Rose, and I want to talk to you guys about resisting and pushing against yourself today. This is literally a revelation I had with my mentor yesterday on one of our calls, and forewarning, Dahlia just grabbed a squeaky toy, so we may have some background noise. Dahlia is my beautiful lab Mexican street dog rescue. If you're not familiar with her, follow me over on Instagram because... (laughs) Big, big dog mom over here. Okay. So we're going to talk about that today, how we resist or like push against who we currently are and how that actually really prevents us from stabilizing into who we desire to become. Before we dive into this episode, you guys, I've literally full body chills as I'm about to tell you about this. I just dropped the portal divine, what did I call it? Oh my gosh, what's the tagline? The tagline is so good that I have to look it up because you guys have to know this. <laughs> I'm literally Googling it because I can't remember. Okay, the portal, an activation of your divine power. And I want to read to you guys what I wrote on the landing page because this is the intention of this container. The portal is an activation of the alchemists, of the divine feminine, of the universal power that lives within each of us. Waiting to be activated, the portal is a sacred journey. It is a sisterhood. It is a return to love and grace. It is a reclamation, a remembrance, an awakening of the warrior, a step into leadership, a portal to the source that lives within us all. This is the portal. I created this container for multiple reasons, but the biggest reason I created it is because There are so many women who want to tap into their power, their potential, their energy, their intuition, their gifts, their feminine flow, their desires. And there are so many things I want to teach on tapping into your power. And at the foundation of this program, it is reclaiming your divine power, which is the life force that flows through each of us, not outsourcing it and really claiming who we are as feminine beings. And I also created this because I wanted a way for women to come together to bring a community together that was accessible. And so for $44 a month, you get a training every single month. You get access to a ton of resources, meditations, masterclasses that I've hosted in the past, um, light language activations. I've got both the love is greater than fear, which is a free event now, but will be packaged into a course as well as the manifestation course that I put on this summer. 
all within this container and you're, it's going to get added to every single month. So it's a $44 a month membership. You can get a year membership for $444, which saves you about $89. If you do the month to month, you can cancel at any time. So if you're in there and you're like, I love the trainings, I love the meditations, but I just, this isn't for me. You can opt out at any time. This is the intention, you guys, is I want this to be accessible and I want it to be transformational and I want it to be something you can decide if how I teach, how, how I operate within my business is right for you. So that's number one. Number two, we are down to just two spots at the lowest price point for the Minnesota retreat. So if you've been feeling called to get there and you know you want to lock in one of those um, lower ticket offer, like tier, whatever the pricing tier is, definitely go claim your spot for that. And there's two of those left. And then the Colorado retreat is coming up. So definitely I've had like, actually in the past 24 hours, I've had three people reach out about that. And so these things are starting to fill up. I would definitely claim your spot if you're feeling called to the in-person events. Okay. Let's dive into this conversation. So this is a, <laughs> I'm going to share the revelation I had with you guys. And Many of you know I had several really big biz, uh, months in my business in the first year that I was in business, and then I called in an experience with a cult. I called in an experience with a toxic relationship. There was just a lot of hardship that followed that, and I, you know, part of me—not the conscious part, but the subconscious part—was still kind of telling the story of like, if things are really good, then. I'm going to sabotage or if things get really good again, or if I get really abundant or if I have this expansion, then maybe something bad is going to happen afterwards. And the shift in the realization I had yesterday was it wasn't that it wasn't the expansion and it wasn't that I called these things in, but in the expansion, I was approaching my expansion. I was approaching my personal growth. I was approaching my business growth in the sense that I was resisting and pushing away from who I currently was, right? I was doing a ton of work on myself. Not that work isn't important. I think being in containers that expand us, having mentors that expand us is important, but I was pushing away from myself in the sense of running away from the person I really truly am at my core. I was pushing away from who I am. And what do I mean by this? Because I think this is going to be a little hard for us to wrap our heads around. It's like, well, aren't we kind of pushing away from who we are um, when we're evolving and creating a new, a new identity for ourselves? And I don't think it's so much that. It's that we're pushing away from the thoughts, right? It's like you're resisting the thoughts and you're affirming over the top of the thoughts, as if you had to fight the thoughts that you're having, as if those thoughts had the power to create your reality. And so during that time that I was really expanding, it was almost like I had to be super diligent. And there's nothing wrong about being diligent when we're in a transformation, but I was super diligent about checking my every move and making sure that I wasn't thinking thoughts that weren't in alignment with who I wanted to become. And those things are important to do as we expand. But in the resisting of the thoughts, it created a fear, right? It created a fear, well, if I think this thought, then I have to push it down or push it away. If I think this thought, then I could potentially create a reality I don't desire. Instead of, because here's the alternative that I'm stepping into now that is allowing massive expansion, but at a much more realistic, not, not even realistic, it's like a, there's this, ease about it. 
I'm not pushing against anything. I can hold space for the thoughts, right? I can hold space for them and see them and realize that these thoughts really aren't mine, right? They're the collective unconscious. And I can witness the thought go by without resisting it, right? So there's a very, there's a difference, right? It's not that I'm got, I've gone unconscious that I'm having the thoughts about scarcity, about lack, about what ifs, right? I'm not, it's not that I, I'm not having the thought. It's just that I'm not resisting the thought. I'm not trying to fix the thought. I don't think the thought is broken. It doesn't mean I'm broken. It simply means I'm having a thought. And when we follow, and this is something my mentor has taught me, is the thought coming from me or is it coming from, like energetically, if you envision the energy or the frequency or the thought, is it actually coming from within you or is it coming from external? Because a lot of the thoughts and frequencies that we have are societal or sent us. And so if we simply witness the thought go by, then it moves on and it's not really ours. The work to be done is when we feel a charge around a thought. And that charge is simply telling us where in our body there's still energy to be released. It doesn't mean that we're not going to ever have a charge. It's just or that we're never going to have a thought that doesn't create a spiral. But if we can use those thoughts that charge, and again, this is from, I'm working with um, Cara Goss, for those of you who are wondering who my mentor is right now. Um, and this, a lot of what I'm speaking to is what we talked about yesterday on my call, so I want to give credit where credit is due. But there is a practice we can do of getting in touch with what the energy that charge is telling us about what's still living in our body energetically but it doesn't mean we latch on or try to resist the thoughts. And so what happened when I was in that, I have to fight myself, right? Because that was very much, it wasn't a conscious thing, obviously. This literally just came into my consciousness yesterday. It wasn't a conscious thing that was happening, but I was pushing against and fighting against the person I was or the thoughts that I was, I, I, thoughts that I were. I was thinking the thoughts were me on a some level, right? That I had to resist them. Instead of just noticing them go by, Instead of just noticing them float through and there's knowing that there's nothing to fix, knowing that there's nothing to change and knowing that I am the perfect energetic match for what I desire because I am source embodied. We all are source embodied, right? Each of us has a fragment or a piece of God's source energy flowing through us. And so how can we not be a energetic match for those desires? It's when we fight or push away that it creates a cracked foundation. And this is why I do a lot of foundational work with my clients and in my programs is because when we build a foundation on, a, on resistance, on fear, right? Because at the core of that, I was afraid that my thoughts could control me. I was afraid that they could take over. I was afraid that they would create an energy that would manifest something I didn't really desire. But if I'm not fighting it, then there's no fear. If I'm simply observing it and witnessing it and knowing that those thoughts aren't really me, they're not my truth, they're not my identity, and noticing when, oh, this isn't even mine, where is this coming from? Then I take back my power. And then I build from a solid foundation because there's no fear or resistance. But the moment we build something on a foundation of fear, 
is the moment we build it on a shaky foundation and at some point in time that's going to come crashing down. I had someone say that to me um, when I first started my business, you know, it was something along the lines of anything built on a crack foundation or, you know, on a non-solid foundation will come falling down. And the reality is, is that that's what the pushing against our current reality is. It's the resistance, right? The force, especially as females who are meant to be magnetic, who are meant to be that spark, right? They're that pull, that draw in. When we're forcing and pushing, we're in that masculine, we're no longer in our magic as females. Remember, this is directed on a feminine energy, what we're talking about now. So my reminder to you is where are you pushing against who you actually are, right? For a long time in my life, I pushed against the fact that I am a highly sensitive human being, highly empathetic. I thought that my empathy and my softness and my ability to feel the feelings of every single fucking thing in a room was such a terrible, terrible thing, right? And now it's a foundation of the work I do. But for a long time, I pushed against that because being sensitive was a burden, right? I thought it was a burden. So where in your life are you push against, pushing against who you are who you think you are, the thoughts you're having, where are you trying to control, right? Because at, at, at the root of it is I was trying to control the thoughts I was having. And if you've ever tried to control your thoughts, you know it's an elusive task. It's a difficult task. It's almost like when you push against them, they come up bubbling more, right? And so the next time you're thinking a thought that you're like, oh, I don't want to create this, what if you just watched it float on by. I'm never going to be successful. Welcome to the collective unconscious. Imposter syndrome, welcome to the collective unconscious. And if you're wondering what the collective unconscious is, it's that, it's that, Carl Jung talks about it, but it's, it's the thoughts that we all have that are below the surface, right? They're not conscious. They're subconscious or unconscious but they come bubbling up and we all tend to have them, right? We all start to tap into these thoughts. We have to realize that the thoughts are not who we are. And so when we can start to watch them go by, we can start to just witness them without resistance, without thinking that they're going to create a whole reality. Just say, what an interesting thought. I know I don't have to worry about that because I am source embodied. I am God energy embodied. So are my brothers and sisters. So I have nothing to fear. I have nothing to worry about when these thoughts come up. Because nothing could be more powerful than source. And I am source and so are you. Right? So when we have these, this fear or this control around our, who we are, the thoughts we're thinking, and we start to think there's something wrong with us for having the thoughts, Right? That's where we get into a predicament. And not a predicament that there's something wrong or bad. It's that we create a cracked foundation <laughs> from personal experience. It's not great. And so how can you show more compassion for the person you are, the thoughts you're thinking? How can you show more love and kindness to who you are? How can you hold yourself a little closer? How can you witness 
those thoughts. And when you notice the charge, I released a meditation yesterday, which is a great tool for this. If you notice a charge in your body, you start to have a conversation where, with where you felt that charge. What do you need from me? What is this energy in my body trying to tell me? What is it feeling? What is it thinking? Is there anything I need to do or change? Is there anything you need me to know? And you start the dialogue with the charge and the parts of your bodies that that charge is held in. You can start to release it. And then the thoughts don't become consuming. They come, they become clouds just floating by. So that is all I have for you guys today. I hope this message is helpful for you. I hope that it resonates. And if you have not already left a review on the show, you guys, this is so incredibly helpful. And I'm going to add, I think you can only do this on iTunes. Um, It's so incredibly helpful though, for letting people who are kind of scoping out the podcast know that it is a source resource that will be helpful for them. So thank you again for being here. I love you all so much. Go have a absolutely magical day.